Okay, welcome to Waiting for Review, a show about the majestic indie developer lifestyle. Join our scintillating hosts, Dave and Daniel, and let's hear about a tiny slice of their thrilling lives. Join us while waiting for review. Hey! Hi! <laughs> Hi! So, I was a bit sick last week. And I sent you an, an I sent you a short audio message like saying like hey I'm, I can't record because my voice sounds like this, <laughs> and you were like hey record our intro with this voice please yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I don't know if that's gonna be our permanent intro or what but like at least for one for one show it was definitely <laughs> definitely fun. it's probably a one show only thing Daniel I like hearing you <gasps> as you although uh, yeah. Uh, deep voice gravelly daniel is uh is interesting definitely they call him uh, gravelly dan gravelly dan <laughs> he rides a gravel bike oh man yeah uh you were you were definitely quite poorly daniel i'm glad you're um you're getting yeah, back to full full health now yeah yeah, and I don't think it was the big bug, by the way. But like, if, if like I just had a had a cold, basically. But it was a bit frustrating because my my voice was very sore. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that combined with what's been going on on my side, because I've been incredibly busy over the last mm. few weeks, um, is also part of the reason this episode's a little delayed from our usual schedule. Uh, but that's Damn. life happens. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, thank you, listener, for your patience. And we're back Singular. with a fantastic... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, chances are that each or most people will listen to this on their own. Yeah, right? yeah, true, true. Podcasting is usually a solo, solo listener. But like, if, you're, if you're in the car right now with like four people and like you're all just vibing, like, hi, everyone, awesome. Yep. Send us yep. a selfie. Welcome to the show. Yeah. So your August was busy. Why was it busy? Uh, as uh, well, we've actually got our cameras on for this recording. You, listeners can't see this, but Daniel can. I've got boxes. <laughs> in Next the step stream. is we're we're putting this on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, um. Yeah. So what what you could see, listeners, were this to be video, as yeah, this room has got a box to the side of me. What you can't see is there's boxes behind me underneath the desk. Um, and most of my house looks like this at the moment because we're moving house, Daniel. We're getting out of here. So, uh, yeah. That, um, not, I've told you already. Yeah. So we, we, we're moving the other side of Wellington Harbor to a different suburb. And it's a big deal because it's, we're moving out of rented accommodation, um, and into a house that we own. So that sort of marks a bit of a, bit of a milestone um in in our journey as a family i guess not to, to over egg it but like this is sort of a you know six years ago we moved over from the uk uh been through three jobs since being in new zealand the kids are now teenagers life's got bigger and um yeah we're now finally buying a property here and we're really really here really really moved is sort of what it's marking <laughs> so that's that's fantastic though congratulations mate um Thank and you. also like just like moving out of a tiny apartment into a spacious house it's just nice you have the room to room to stretch your legs yeah yeah exactly and uh 
you know, we, we as a family, it's going to be a big thing. Um, for me, the biggest thing out of it, aside from like space and being able to have a proper home office again, which is really cool. We've got enough room for me to to set up um, properly in that sense, which is, is great because uh, at the moment I'm in the side of uh, one of our bedrooms. But, um, yeah, the, the bigger thing other than that is that we're going to have a garden and I actually really like growing things um, and, you know, just gardening in that sense. It's practical sort of stuff. I tend to prefer growing, like, vegetables and stuff like that rather than doing anything major with, like, oh, you know, it's a flower bed sort of thing. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more about the growing food and bits and bobs. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, when I was, bobs. yeah, <laughs> that sorry. sounds like something you can smoke. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not growing there. Um, but, uh, no, nah, like, I mean, what I'm 40 now when I was like 12, probably through to 14, 15, I grew a lot of, a lot of plants. It was like, a as interested as I am in development, I was interested in growing house plants and then oh, growing wow. things outside. Like, yeah, it was a, a special interest if you if you like and so yeah i'm kind of looking forwards to having a bit of that back in my life again because uh, when you I rent know it, that it's tricky i have yeah. to i have to like ask you questions about how to make my house plants survive me <laughs> yeah i'll just tell you to read the uh the dr hessian i think his name is uh book it was a famous house plant book in like the 70s and 80s uh which i then as a 12 year old got hold of this book and it was like my bible so oh cool yeah that's yeah. awesome when there's one book you can read and then you have like a good base level understanding of things that's really nice yeah yeah but as much as i might now you know tuck into dc videos and this that and the other for um ios development yeah 12 year old me was kind of reading all about like different types of house plants and picking <laughs> that's up neat. anywhere that sold plants i would be like okay i want to have a look and see what what's there and then i would bring another one home and uh you know, like every single windows, windowsill in the house had plants on it that were mine. <laughs> I love that. I I think I was just into spaceships, which like I still am. So <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still fairly into space too, and and Lego. Lego as a forty year old is making more of an appearance than it might have done back then. Actually, crikey, I. I yeah, one of the other things I'm looking forward to in the house move is actually having a, a Lego shelf in my workroom. Oh, nice. Feels kind of mandatory, kind of time. Um, We're such yeah. nerds. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. I've reached that, that age, that stage as well, and it's like, you know, this is this is part of me. Uh, that's it. And, um, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, Just looking forward to it. what makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Technic Lego, any sort of Lego really, um, is one of those things. And, yeah, growing stuff is, as well as, you know, recording podcasts with, with yourself, Daniel, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> iOS dev as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, my August was my August was pretty chill, though. I, I, okay, I, like I did have a week of downtime for where for my cold. Before that, I yep. was a week. I spent a week in Sweden with my Swedish family, which was really nice because we went to a tiny little farm, hey. and they had various. They had like two dogs, four chickens, no, three horses, 
um and forty thousand spiders Oof. um <laughs> <laughs> but like most of this was really nice oh and also a a, a tiny turtle okay that's not what i was which was very adorable yeah um cool. yeah and so like well that was super chill um i could i could practice my swedish a little bit which is still horrible and um just like enjoy being an uncle which is very fun to me oh nice and just have like one week of not working on telemetry deck which i haven't had really for two years maybe <laughs> wow yeah yeah um, and actually so yeah, you've, you've you've hit a milestone as well daniel right oh yeah it's like the third um the company's third birthday which is kind of hard to determine because like there were different stages of course but at some point we kind of set it to september 1 2020 because that's about ish when this became from well, this it switched from a hobby to let's try and make something else out of this like without yeah. really having decided yet um what exactly something else could be but yeah this was when yep. when um lisa started to be involved at least on a friendship level like started to show interest and and start, tried tried to help me out um and yeah damn uh, three, so three years in total two years full time as it were <laughs> yeah almost that's pretty cool and and still still going so far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Still going. Yeah, and going um, strong as well. It's great to see. Today I got a new sub subscriber or a new like paying customer, which was really nice. Like I get emails if if you um sign up for a paid plan. And I'm like, nice. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, and it's cool. Um, yeah. Other than that, I have destroyed my laptop. <laughs> so oh, um, because yes. I was because I was ill. Or actually, um, I mean, we have a bit of time, right? So I'm going to rewind a little bit. And so that, um, recently a, a new game was released called Jagged Alliance 3. I didn't know, know about this, but someone on Mastodon told me, like, oh, they were playing Jagged Alliance 3 on a Mac with yep. um, the new game porting toolkit, which is able to emulate Windows games on uh, a Mac. And yep. so they had apparently installed... Um, Sonoma beta and then they then ran this and I found I found I like I felt in my in myself I was like in my heart I, I didn't feel feel the need to like to do this because it seemed very complicated but um it what it wouldn't like it reminded me of Jagged Alliance 2 the predecessor which is a game from 1999 um <laughs> so the, and and I played this game as a kid and it was like super fun it's like like turn-based um like strategy slash role playing slash slash shooting at people. Um and so I was like just idly browsing resources about Jagged Alliance 2 when I found something that is um it's called Stretchatella. So it's not the which is a wordplay I think they they say like it's not the vanilla version, it's the Stretchatella version. <laughs> Stretchatella as in the ice cream vanilla ice cream with chocolate flakes. Um, I gotcha. Yeah, and so like basically, it says they have a website and it says like, "Hey, go to gog.com, uh, buy the game for two euros, download it, put it in this folder, then um, put the Stretchatella app next to it, and then just launch it using that, and it will give you like various um, things that will make it run on a modern Mac, just like that." 
and um, you can even change resolution so it lo looks a bit nicer and you have like various interpolation modes and it, it just works and it's like super super fun so i've been playing this on and off for a while now yeah and so while i was ill um just lying in my bed i was like huh i'm just gonna grab the laptop and try to like play a bit continue the story a bit more and so uh, I, I opened it, uh, opened it, and I start playing around with the resolutions. Like, and these are all virtual resolutions, right? So nothing should happen. But I did change the resolution, and suddenly there was a, a large vertical stripe on my screen. Oh. And I was like, oh no! And I was like, oh, the the game has obviously uh, obviously has um, has encountered a bug, so yeah. the game is displaying like graphics garbage. Like this was not like a cracked screen or something. It was obviously like you know like pixel garbage yep um so i kind of finished the encounter that i had because i was like i'm not gonna i'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna um like just quit the game for that like i'm gonna finish the encounter i'm gonna save and then quit the game and then everything will be fine so i finished the encounter i save i quit the game and then see my mac desktop and it still has the has the stripe and then like oh oh <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm like <laughs> uh oh okay i'm gonna reboot <laughs> so i reboot and even during the booting process you see like oh this is still there so yep. i don't know if i caused this I, I i don't think so but um maybe the the changing of the resolution but that would be pretty horrible <laughs> um, it shouldn't be it I would seem more like it would seem more like it was taxing it and then something that was already failing went to me rather than yeah so let's yeah. let's see um so what i did was i did um i just lived with it <laughs> with the shame for a few days until i felt, felt better and then i went to the apple store and was like hey can you fix this please and they were like yes of course we can fix that um that usually costs 700 bucks <laughs> and you're out of apple care uh Oof. oh but oh but like this is for your company right and i was like yeah but did you pay for it as a company and i was like no this was before we had the lsc so we uh, like uh, just there's just a normal invoice that is sent to people and they were like oh because that gives you additional consumer protection and that means i can i can repair this for free for you hey. like, oh, yeah, nice <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm like, okay, very, very nice. Now, now I know why um, if you buy things as a business from Apple, you get 10 to 20% discount because <laughs> like, you're not right, paying yep. in advance for the repairs. Um, mm -hmm. So they were like, okay, cool. I'm going to keep it in the store and then we're going to send it out to the repair center because they don't have the parts here right now. And then mm -hmm. they're going to they're gonna send the whole device back to my address actually actually so i don't have to go back right. to the store to pick it up which is which oh is that's handy nice. yeah um so it actually <laughs> according to their um status website it actually hasn't left the store yet so i don't know because that was a few days ago so i don't know what to think about that but let's see yeah. i'm just assuming that it will come back probably sends the telemetry text sticker on the um, screen because i assume or they told yep. me they would probably replace the whole like lid of the of the laptop that's um, what they did to me just before <clears throat> I left the UK with my Aww. old laptop. Like, luckily, I, I still have a few a few telemetry deck stickers. Although the exact telemetry deck sticker that was on my laptop that was unique because there was a, a print proof of of one, <laughs> so I might have to call those printers again and request another proof or something. Um, oh, yeah. 
Um, so what are so you working on at the moment? I'm Daniel? working you're, on my you're old on Mac a Mini. That back. is the the load bearing the load bearing Mac Mini. <laughs> so I've um, a few years ago I left my laptop like when leaving my sister-in-law. Um, like just traveling home, and then I stood in the train and was like, "Oh damn, my laptop is still with them." Um, and so ever and that was like super frustrating and like a whole odyssey. I'm gonna tell you the story one day. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it includes four inner Europe flights, oh, which was which were very expensive, and it was all very stupid. Um, anyway, um, I kind of resolved that yes, if I I do want to have always have a backup Mac, so that Mac Mini was mm-hmm. my main work machine um until 2021, I think. Um, so it's an M1 Mac Mini, and then yeah. when I got the um, M1 MacBook Pro. Or the M M1 Pro MacBook Pro, um, I didn't want to completely sell it or something, so I I, I was like, okay, this is going to be telemetry Dex build server, but it's going to be it's going to gonna live with me in the apartment in the event that my main laptop is gone, I have a backup, and so yep. exactly the, this is what it is. Um, it still has like four hard drives attached to it, um, and it still has like I just created a second second user, so the build server stuff still use, runs mm-hmm. as its own user. Uh, but it's yeah. fine. Like it's, um, I just plug it into the display. The display has all my has my microphone and whatever. So I just had to install a, a bit of software, and now it's running again, which is nice. Which is very good to have. I mean, I still miss my um, my um, M1 Pro. It is noticeably slower. Like okay. uh, I think it's yes. mostly about ra- uh, mostly about RAM. I think, but you do yeah. you do notice a difference between the M1 Pro and the M1, which I was wondering about. You do. I've, oh, I've yeah. got um, an M1 Pro for my company-issued work laptop, uh-huh. and it's got 32 gigs of RAM in it. And um, then for my personal device, I've got a M1 MacBook Air, which has 16 gigs of RAM in it. And I do feel the difference. Um, sometimes it's just load time on apps or, or that sort of thing. But, yeah, it, they're... I, there's enough there in use that I can feel it at times, and it's it's super frustrating actually because I never had a problem with my air until I touched the other device. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this Mac Mini was so fast, and it's I, I mean it's still it's still lightning fast with almost everything. Just when when like compiling stuff, yep, I I noticed I noticed basically, or when I have like lots of applications open. But other than that, no, it's really nice. It's really nice to have this very high um, quality device. And I mean, I mostly don't 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 leave my my um, my desk so much. Like, um, yes, I m- maybe have like one customer that we meet in Augsburg like live, and then I bring my laptop. But uh, whatever, yeah. that's not planned. Um, it's uh, it, it's yeah. funny because I am actually looking ahead, and I'm sort of thinking when I do finally want to upgrade off of this MacBook Air. Like now that I'll have a, a home office again. Does it make more sense to get a, a desktop Mac? And the answer is probably yes. Actually, yeah? if it was inside of the next year, yeah. Huh. I mean, usually I would agree with you, but right now, Apple is offering the exact same CPUs for both de- desktop and laptops. And because mm-hmm. they are running so cool, like I don't think you you have any downside with a with a laptop. Ex- except maybe you pay for the screen that you don't use so much. But yeah, I think yeah, it's a that's... nice fallback, you know. And you can there's use it on a, the couch a, and, whatever, and, and whatever. And yeah. like the M1s or the M series chips are really good in clamshell mode, not like the Intel ones. No, I don't know. I really don't know because I've got, um, like I say, the, the, 
the MacBook Air wouldn't be going anywhere anyway, so that mm-hmm. would be there for sort of those moments, I guess. Um, right. And yeah, I th- do you know what it is? I've looked at the, the the Mac Studio and I'm like, do you know what? That's the closest I'm going to get in modern life to a G4 Cube, and I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Mac Studio is really, really pretty. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, um, yeah, like just practicality wise, I think I'm going to stay with the desktop laptop lifestyle. Ah, well, we'll see. We'll see how how we both fare over that over the next year or two. I, I think, yeah, we'll see if I can get get things together enough. Then, yeah, Mac Studio would be on the cards for me probably this time yeah. next year. Like, okay, yeah. We'll I see. mean, my laptop still has to last a bit, a, a bit longer. I hope yeah. <laughs> until like telemetry deck is like ludic- ludicrously successful, and I can just like. I don't know, buy a M2 Pro, M3 Pro, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do have another story to tell you. Like, I know this episode is very Daniel heavy, but I think you're going to enjoy it. That's fine by me. I, I can't talk to what I've been developing in the last few weeks because I've not, right? We've been, I've had to deliberately put things down. Um, right. We can talk about the side effects of that maybe maybe later on in the show because I think there's sure. a bit in there that... that Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. Could be interesting. Yeah, but but tell me tell me your story, Daniel. What's been All right, going on? So this morning, uh, it's evening for me right now. This morning, I got up, um, had breakfast, and then sat down in front of this comp- of the of my computer, and I was like, oh, okay, what am what am I gonna do today? I had a quick chat with Lisa and uh, looked at my my to dos, my um, the, my GitHub issues and whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna continue some work on the like, the the testing backend for the database stuff and whatever and then <laughs> and then i get a message on on twitter of all, of all places from a from a friend of mine who works at apple and they were like hey you're on the list today why aren't you here and i was like what hold up <laughs> i was like what hold up <laughs> so about a, about four weeks ago I heard about the fact that there were more slots available for the Apple Vision Pro Developer Labs in Munich. Munich is one and a half hours away from here. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm just going to spend an evening hacking together a very, very horrible version of um, the telemetry deck viewer for uh, within, in SwissUI that could be able to run on Vision, the Vision OS simulator. I'm just yeah. gonna like, because they they requested like a few simulator screenshots, so I was like, okay, this looks sh- horrible <laughs> and not very good at all, and like like it very much shows that there's like zero effort put put into this. Like this is just like ugh. But okay, I'm I'm I like I, I sat down for two hours, um, ported the ported part of the chart system to Swift charts, ported um, and then put them in. Like distributed like three three window, windows among the among the Vision OS simulator and then took a screenshot and and also like had like three sentences in there and then sent off my application and I never got a reply to that. Hmm. And so imagine my surprise when I got a, when I got a, a message from my friend who was like, "Wait, like you're on the list? Like why aren't you here? It's nine. <laughs> and um, so I frantically go to my spam folder. And see an email there uh, from Apple uh, about, yeah, your um, submission was successful or your application was success- successful. Please join us on this day at 9 a.m. in Munich. 
And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Alex has just left with the car. I have no car available. Um, and I write them. I write them like, hey, uh, I will. It will take me two hours to come to come to come to you. Does this make sense? And they were like, yes, this makes sense. Come on, just hurry. We can we can accommodate you somehow. <laughs> and so, like, I'm like, okay, I haven't showered yet. <laughs> So first order of business, like fastest shower ever. And yep. second order of business, I suddenly realize that I'm going to wear a Vision Pro and they need pro they probably need to know uh, my exact um, like eyeglasses details, like the cylinder, the prescription, whatever, all of that stuff. And I have a little card that has these, these details printed on them. And this little card is somewhere in this room. I haven't found it. <laughs> I didn't find it. I, I kind of dismantled half of the room and then decided like, okay, this is enough. I need to leave. Um, um, maybe they can measure my eyes or they can measure my glasses mm -hmm. or maybe they can, um, uh, or maybe I can just like use it because like, I, I, I do need my glasses for most of the time, but I'm actually pretty fine without them for half a day or a day. Yeah, um, because I'm farsighted, that's easier for my eyes to adjust with just sheer, with with their muscles basically. Although it is, it does get very very tiring after a while. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna manage maybe, and then um, and then I was like, okay, I'm almost gone, and then I was like, huh, I need to bring a computer. <laughs> <laughs> and your laptop's in the shop. And my laptop is in the shop because I didn't didn't know that I was was going to going to go to apple so <laughs> i was like okay what what do i do <laughs> like i didn't want to spam my friend because they were um, um you know, I, I, I assume they were um like managing the the group of other developers who were already there um so i'm like okay i'm just gonna bring the mac mini like <laughs> i'm just gonna turn up there with like so i shut down the mac mini Uh, then boot it up again, install the Vision OS simulator, and and get the get the code because it was not on there um, for the for the example or for the for the telemetry deck project, and then shut it down, like just like unplug everything, like dive under the table to like get the power cord. Um, I pack my um, my my mouse or my trackpad and my um, my keyboard. I didn't pack the screen. I was like, okay, no. they, like, I'm just going to assume that either they will give me a screen or maybe I can use the, the Vision Pro screen thing. Yep. Um, and <laughs> so I was like, and then I took, I, I took, um, I, I was like, okay, the, 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 just, just taking a tram to the, to the, to the train station is going to take too long. So I'm going to take a, one of those scooters. Of course, the scooter that I got was like slightly broken. <laughs> um, <laughs> And um, but I kind of limped it to the train station, then barely just like got my tra got the train that I was aiming for. Yeah. Um, and that and then and then in the train I, I'm writing I'm writing to you and I'm I'm, That's I'm right. telling you the situation. And uh, like my train navigation app tells me, hey, like get off at this station, then wait 20 minutes for the for the in, inner city rail um, coming coming along, and then take that for I don't know, 10 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, it's so frustrating that I have to wait 20 minutes. And you were like, hey, maybe get an Uber. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I haven't, I didn't really even thought of that. Um, and so I did a quick search. There's a taxi app 
for most of Germany and there's Uber and I compared prices and um, taxi was like five bucks more expensive, but it was, um, it was like one car for me, but because the, the Uber was only what I only had Uber X, which is like you get additional passengers. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. If I'm going to take a, a ride, I'm going to, I just want <laughs> to drive me there. So I paid 56 bucks for that leg of the journey. Yep. Okay. Um, but I, but it was like it, it went very well. Like I I I draw, I went into the, I I disboarded the train. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um. Then like tap like tap book on my on the taxi app. Uh. Went out to the train station and there stood my taxi. Got hopped oh. in. <laughs> Driver okay. knew where to go because the address was what was already in there. Um. Yep. And then we had we we we, we had been chatting a bit. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you're going to Apple? Okay, <laughs> 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 one of those people, huh? 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 To the Apple office. Like, Step on it." The thing is, though, um, like, like because I told him that because like the the Apple office in Munich is like this is this huge area where it, like it has a few other uh, other tech companies like Intel, for example, and. Nowhere on this huge campus does it say Apple. Right. You just need to okay. go to, to go to building twelve. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and then building twelve has a tiny like on the has a like a tiny glass door. I sent you an image of this, and it has a rainbow like which is um, a representation of the rainbow stage inside of Infinite Loop. I think. Mm-hmm. No, not Infinite Apple Park. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. it's the six and colors, inside right? That, inside that rainbow is uh, the uh, small Apple logo. Which is kind of hard to see against against the glass, <laughs> and that's that's all. That's also like yeah. Anyway, I I did manage to reach, <laughs> that it was a very expensive journey, um, and it was very stressful. But I went there, and they were waiting for me, and they were super friendly, and they were accommodating, uh, and like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, how what can I tell people about this event? And um, different people told me different things. I'm gonna stay with the with the. Um, I'm gonna stay safe, and like so, I I can tell you three things. I went to Apple today. Yes, I went to the Vision Pro Developer Labs, and I'm allowed to tell people how I felt about the event. Event, and I felt very happy because it was super fun, and I felt very welcome. And there were lots of people who were really helpful to me, and mm-hmm. I feel super motivated. And um, yeah, and I'm not allowed to tell you anything about the event but i can tell i can send you a hang on i'm going to send you this on iMessage i can send you this link because mm-hmm. this is public information and now you can look at this and maybe uh, maybe you can speculate uh how a vision pro developer lab could look like i will put this in the show notes when i put everything up already did yeah 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 and oh yeah yeah okay so we've got an image there two people talking vision pro on a desk um, I'm just saying what I can see, Daniel. So you know, mm-hmm. plausible deniability. Just blame it on me. Um, <laughs> but um, there's also a Mac Studio there as well, so it's very motivating to me because I want a Mac Studio. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and um, yeah, yeah. What to expect? So there's um, self-directed coding and design labs. You can test and optimize your apps for Vision OS. Bring your Mac. Check did that that's what you did <laughs> code yeah you made sure of that it says nothing about bringing a monitor so you're sorted that's fine yeah. um, and the image does show that they've got a monitor hooked up to their mac, that mac studio so i can imagine they have yeah. what you needed on the other side 
And then it tells you the locations, tells you eligibility, and that is pretty much it beyond how yeah. to apply in a form. So I don't want to get you into any trouble with, with Apple at all, Daniel, so I'm not going to prod and poke about what it was like, but suffice to say, I think that you've got probably a better uh, experience with your app that you were testing than you might have had otherwise, thanks to attending. And I think that's that, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm quoting from the website. It says, Apple experts will be available to help you with setup and troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yep. that's what the so, website says. So I think we can, anybody who is going to go for a Vision Pro can therefore check out what you've pulled together for the for your code, your app yeah, later yeah. on. Um, yeah, I'm going like, to start writing a blog post about it soon. Uh, yeah. I think about the upcoming telemetry deck viewer app for vision pro which is mm -hmm. really nice uh, um yeah also if you are uh, planning on developing a vision pro app and can reach any of these locations uh where are the locations um cupertino london munich shanghai singapore or tokyo mm -hmm. um i just looked and they still have open slots um i think Sweet. because they're, they're still adding additional slots so if you can yeah. more or less easily reach these um, locations, it makes total sense to apply. Um, it was it was very helpful to be there, and it was um, uh, it gave me a, a different <laughs> a different vision, different different view on how these apps should look like, uh -huh. and and how these apps how you should inter interact. Like it, it's very different than using the simulator, so that's really yeah. helpful. Well, All right, good stuff. And then, and then I can tell you, <laughs> I could tell you in detail how I got home. I took them in, like this time I, for for my way home. I did t t did take the inner city rail and then the train. <laughs> <laughs> no more fifty six euro uh, taxis no. across town. No, yeah, I did take the train and then I took the tram home and then I cooked curry. <laughs> I've got a vision of you making this reverse journey back and seeing that scooter that nearly broke down on you on the way and kind of being like, yep, I'm just going to give you a bit of a kick. Yeah, <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, usually, like, because they're different, uh, there's different um, brands of these scooters, right? And usually mm -hmm. the ones I love and the, the, where I have to the, the, open the app when I, use this, when I use the scooter are Voy, which is a Swedish company, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but... Um, so on the on the map there was a voice scooter, but it was it was I, I I didn't find it find it so really quickly when I was uh, in a hurry, and I assumed that someone put it inside their um, hallway or inside right. their garden or something like that, yeah, yeah. Like very egoistically. Like I, I want to ride this tomorrow again, you know. Mm -hmm. And but but then I was like I was I was uh, I saw a Bolt scooter again. I think Bolt is I think by Uber. Right, Lines okay. by Uber. I don't know. I I saw a Bolt scooter, and so I was like, oh, I'm, I don't like Bolt, but I do have the app as well, just in case. Yep. Uh, and I think it was the first time I took one in Augsburg, and it was just horrible. <laughs> 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 like the the tire was almost flat, um, the brakes didn't work properly, and it just didn't accelerate. Like the voice uh, scooters, they do accelerate pretty quickly to, to twenty kph or so, which is yep. not super fast, but it's 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 nice. That's more than enough for that mode of transport, to be this fair. This thing was, like, hanging around at, like, 10 kph and just, like, 
like as, as soon as like the, the there was like a gradient or something it was just like, wheezing up there and i was like oh i got like I, I was like i was like multiple times i actually did because it's a scooter right like, i did, did like push along with my leg which did significantly improve in, in, increase the speed so i was like come on come on uh one of the things i won't miss from this house um in this house move we've got going on is that we're in an area that is in um a reasonably hilly area i mean half of welly is is hilly right wellington in new zealand we is hilly but our area particularly so and i and one time i took us one of those scooters from the neighboring suburb and and you know decided to scoot home and i had exactly that experience coming up the hill Ugh. um it was actually really quite funny because it was like as far fast much as i would throttle it and kick and push um if i stopped doing any of that it would almost start going backwards it was like the weight yeah. of the scooter with me on it just wasn't working yeah. yeah there's like two modes of how they throttle the the scooters like the the naive mode is they give it because like different countries there's different top speeds that these scooters can can reach so they, yes. they have like some kind of software throttling yeah. um if you kind of unlock them they can go like 70 80 kph um <laughs> if you're like given us like a sufficiently long stretch of um, even road yeah um don't ask me how i know that <laughs> um um so uh, like the old like the the naive version of throttling is they just like output enough power so that on an even road it would, would go like let's say 20 kph but that's yeah. shitty because then on uh, like if you order a steep hill then it goes goes uh, up very slow what the mm -hmm. boys do is kind of they actually measure their speed and so they give you power until you reach that speed so that's more uh, that's more helpful because on if you're going up a hill then you yep. can you will you will get additional battery power and it will just like power up up that hill at 20 kph which is very like satisfying that's decent uh, downside is it will um sl actually actively slow you down uh, on downhill so downhill <laughs> is oftentimes uh, slightly slower because it will just like just, 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 just the uh, the algorithm will just be like, oh, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to go too fast, I don't want to go. Yeah, yeah, stop you overshooting as you come down the hill yeah. and sort of speeding off. But uh, so I'm assuming that kind of ends your story of that's for Apple and back my story, yeah. uh, Daniel's journey. <laughs> you wanted to tell me about uh, how not writing or not writing any code or not writing any hobby code at least um, changes changed your life. Yeah, so here's the thing. Laugh. Yes, live, laugh, code. No, I can't get there. <laughs> um, link maybe from the view of a compiler. No. Um, so yeah, I've basically taken the last few weeks off from side project stuff. And we last time we spoke, I was sort of um, talking about my Lego um, Lego apps sort of approach. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, I've done a bunch of that, but the last couple of weekends we've really needed to focus in on what's going on for packing up the house and sorting out certain things. And I've just been like, yeah, no, there's no way I can be sat on my computer while we're doing all of this. That's, that would just be, uh, imbalanced. And, um, what has happened for me is that whenever this, whenever I get protracted periods of not coding, I'm not working on my own stuff. I get flooded with ideas for everything. Mm. And the trouble with my little 
Uh, I guess I'm guessing I've I've got some level of ADHD, right? I don't want to get into that too far on the show, but like my brain kind of goes, I'm not getting your, the thing. Your spicy brain. My neuro spicy brain kind of gets the, I'm not getting my usual inputs. So do you know what? I'm going to go, here's some new ideas. And I'm going to tell you, you need to code this right now. Like, this is the best idea ever. Um, all the ideas are flowing. Like, you know, it could do this. The app could do that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm really enthused about it in the back of my brain while I'm doing mundane sorting out tasks. Um, and, of course, then, you know, the habit creeps in. And it's like being a junkie, Daniel. Honestly, it's like <laughs> this sort of, or, or how I assume, right? It's like I am addicted to the code. And... Uh, yeah, so this is my, my neurospicy code driven brain going through some level of withdrawal and, uh, it's probably over dramatizing it, but anyway, I, I have a tactic for this now because I've gone around this block a few times in my life and I understand sort of myself reasonably well. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Enjoy the idea. Play with the idea, right? You know, that doesn't hurt anybody. Don't write any code. So I haven't. I, 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 I got halfway through writing something after sort of half hour of, of opening up Xcode when I should have been going to bed. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? I made a promise to myself. Please don't. And so that's been the story for me over the last couple of weeks, like these sort of ideas popping up and then kind of, I'm kind of having to try and stuff them back in the box. And... uh what I do for that is I just make notes because typically when I've got ah, these ideas, I was just I, ask. yeah, I, I Google stuff. I look things up. I start putting the connections together. Um, and actually, you know, that stuff is really useful. Actually, if ever I do come back to an idea and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to build that thing. And bear in mind, some of these things were ideas for you know, features and things I can build into um, my existing apps. Mm. So it's kind of not a waste of time. Um, it's just that the time to go and do it is not now. Um, so I, I've got about four or five different things that I've noted in the last couple of weeks that are probably going to become things maybe later on. Um, but it, it very much has felt like sitting on my hands. And I think I, I'm wondering if this is a thing that you have been through yourself in one way or another, or if this mm. is just a particular Dave neuro spicy thing. And I'm, I'm just too addicted. Huh? I think I think I have that too, but um, I think for me, like I've I've just included the oh, this is an idea that I'm having. I'm writing this down. I just have that that internalized so much that that this is a good outlet, you know. Like yeah, um, I like basically every every day I get like four ideas, four stuff that I could be doing either as yeah as separate apps that have nothing to do with telemetry deck but also of course because telemetry deck has so many facets and so many technologies there's a lot of stuff that are like, where, like there's a lot of stuff that are kind of, kind of twisted into being telemetry deck adjacent and then it's kind of my job right yeah so um so what i do then is i write a to do in things usually because things is kind of my dump for everything and um then i just put it there and then it's like then the first impulse is out of my out of my brain, so that's kinda helpful. Yeah. And then when I still think about it, I kinda flesh it out a little bit, also in things. And then if I still think about it, like a day or day later or an hour later or whatever, I will create a GitHub issue. 
and um, then of course that can also have various ways of fleshing it out. And what happens usually is that is enough to to still the 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 craving if you want if you like or like that gives it there's, there's enough of a of a yeah I, I did something feeling that um mm -hmm. and also like it it because like it's 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 safe now it's like stored in the backlog or in the things log and yep. the thing is just like it, it, in event inevitably be it will be succeeded or superseded by more important tasks either in things mm -hmm. or, or or in uh, github so uh, i would never get around to doing it But it's it's there, you know, and so it can just like fall down the priority hole. Yeah. If I ever think about it again, I can just like pull it back up. And no, that that's a good yeah. goal because I think that for me becomes the thing, right? Is part of me wants to sort of build the thing now, because um, if I if I don't, it's going to disappear. Mm -hmm. And actually, kind of going go through the motions of getting things together and adding. Mm -hmm them to a note and, and and doing that you're right it's like i i think i sort of see it as a bit of like it's a safe game right I, you know boom save mm -hmm. the game i can come back and, and open it up later if i need to and largely what ends up also happening is is i'll have adjacent ideas or similar ideas and then i'm like ah oh, but what about the thing i was thinking about that before in the you know i come back to the notes and i glean that one link that is then relevant to the real thing i'm building as well because mm. you know some of these are just ideas they're just things it's just a oh wouldn't it be cool if kind of moment rather yeah. than a, a considered thing um but yeah this happens every time when we emigrated i had a protracted period of of, of the move and everything there and you know i had a, a similar thing at that point in time mm -hmm. um it's just very interesting to me that this is this is what happens like i almost can't switch off with it all in one way or another um so yeah I, i don't know i don't know whether any of this will materialize into real things later on uh may you may you be able to switch off at some point yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to like get the move out of the way i've got a bit of time booked off mm -hmm. um and I'm, i'm part of the order of the day is not to build my home office as quickly as possible and get coding but to actually just take things in and do what i need to do and enjoy uh huh. Very, very cheesy, Daniel. I'm going to say it, though. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to enjoy getting back to my roots with the Ooh. gardening stuff <laughs> and the planting we talked about. <laughs> Dave is planting some wood. Oh, dear. Yeah, my surname plays into this as well. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Fantastic. I'm going to need to plant a bunch of trees, Daniel, so I can call it Dave's Wood. And uh, Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a sign and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, fantastic ah i'm I th i'm hoping that that this will all like i'm I'm gonna have to visit you at some point and uh, take a stroll through dave's wood yes yes and uh no euphemisms i know people's minds can be in the gutter <laughs> on such phrases so <laughs> my mind went there somebody else's did but um on that very silly note um daniel i'm gonna have to get gone and get on with mm -hmm. more packing and chores and jobs and things so before i go do that Where can people find you uh, online, Daniel? Oh, yeah. People should go to telemetrydeck.com or should uh, write me on Mastodon um, on at uh, daniel at social.telemetrydeck.com. What about you? Well, you can find all about my apps at lightbeamapps.com, uh, which I have recently updated to 
uh, ghost CMS instead of being a statically oh, nice. generated thing. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Um, not exactly no coding over this period. That was another flight <laughs> of fancy, but it was very, very limited. Um, I can quit anytime I like. But uh, you can also find me on Mastodon at dave at social.lightbeamapps.com. No accounts. All right, Dave, have um, have a successful packing and working day. Thank you. Uh, I wish you I wish you best of luck for the for the move. I think we're going to talk before the move uh, again. We won't. We really won't because this is recorded now, and uh-huh. the move is going on next weekend. So next weekend is the move. <sighs> Already. All right. Okay. Yeah. Then have a have a great have a great move. I hope everything goes smoothly, and Thank see you. you next time from the from the new house. Yes. In the new office. Yes, indeed. Catch you later, Daniel. All right. Have a great day. Bye.